everyone. Welcome to the SWP. Coming up on today's show, Jimmy is back. We're going to talk about the new American NHL TV deal. NBC's deal is coming to a close. We'll talk about the game plan. We get into Patrick Roy wanting back in the NHL. Another milestone for Sidney Crosby. And is any athlete truly irreplaceable? That and more on today's SWP. Well, welcome, good listener, to our program. It's all about Ottawa sports talk and fun, sports and whatever. It's Steve and Jimmy schmoozing it up once again. I want to thank you guys for being with us. Thanks as well to our great sponsors, All Insurance Ontario, Jim K. Ford, Popeye Supplements Ottawa, and the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. And thanks as well to the great members, the amazing listeners who also kick in to help support the show, like Jimmy Fada, Bill Grease, Henry Backer, Marcus Von B, Michael Pearson, Steve Davis, and Mike Ennis. For membership details, check out stevewproject.com. Again, thanks to all. James, thanks to you for being with us today. How are things? <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention my name. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, good. I want to be part of that group. Yes. Uh, Shout Jimmy out to you for coming on today. Jimmy, Jimmy <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, Jim. We really appreciate it. Uh, remember, Rodenberg <laughs> used to hate... Uh, you do interviews. I think it was someone on CBC, like like uh, Bar- uh, I, f- I forget her name. She did. She may still do the national on CBC, and she'd go, uh, "Thanks for this," right at the end of the interview. That was Barbara Frum, wasn't it? Barbara Frum, yeah, yeah. And, she's passed away many years ago. And and so weird, Rodenberg would say that just makes my skin crawl at the end of an interview when when she would say, "Thanks for this." I said, that makes your skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, that would what be a, when case a dragonfly, of... you know, goes under your shirt, Johnny. What what happens then? Yeah. You're okay with that? Yeah, thanks for this. Yeah, JR yeah. always had that thing. He always said this sort of uh, fatherly way about him. Um, if you ever rolled into the studio, like you had to go to the bathroom or something, or you get talking to somebody and you're rolling a couple of seconds late, he'd say it right on the air every time. And uh, in the most uh, disapproving fatherly way, good of you to join us. Yeah, right. <laughs> every single effing time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for this, Stevie. Thanks for this. Yeah. Thank you, James. Glad to Thank be aboard. You. Yeah. Glad to be aboard. Couldn't well, the NHL's certainly uh, glad to to have a new uh, TV deal on board. Is that a bit of a stretch? As segues go, the onboard thing that I just did. No, no, that's good. That's good. Okay, that's good. working. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's roll with it. The NHL has a beauty new TV deal. And uh, I mean, despite the fact that they're struggling financially with nobody going to the games this year, oh, there yeah. is some TV money still coming in the door. As opposed to, say, a CFL, that if they open the doors, well, their TV deals, well, not really paying all the bills. The NHL deal that they've signed today is going to get them awfully close. So here's the deal it's NHL and Turner Sports. And they've agreed to a seven-year media rights deal. Note they say media rights because there's a lot more than TV these days. Mm-hmm. It includes regular season playoff and Stanley Cup final games. They'll be televised on TNT and TBS starting next season. The deal is worth $225 million per season. So that is a dandy deal. And I believe it's like double what they were getting with uh, with their last deal. So 
That's also on top of the ESPN deal, the Walt Disney and ESPN deal that they came up with. So it's um, there's a lot of TV dough coming into the NHL these days at a good time during this COVID nonsense. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of confused because uh, you know these deals are. What was the what was the last biggest deal, Steve? We talked. What was the deal with Rogers? Is it like 1.4 billion or something? Uh, no, that was a 12 year, five billion dollar deal. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> Rogers and the NHL. Correct. Yeah. So this is an American deal, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I certainly knew that they're broadcasting through ESPN and stuff. And so there was room, I guess, like they only said, okay, you're going to do so many games and then we're going to go sell a pitch a package to someone else for the rest of the games, I guess. So they got, got some room. God, that seems cheap, huh? Isn't that funny? I'd say that 225 million uh, com- compared to the, the one zillion dollar deal. With Rogers and or other yeah. networks. So the way it breaks down is that uh, this would be $20 million per team per season. So that's not bad. Right. Basically, so the financially, the ESPN and Turner deals net the NHL $645 million on average per season. And that's more than double the $300 million the NHL is getting on average with that NBC deal. So that's... That's all good if you're an NHL owner these days. Then you've got the Scoop you know, twenty the Canadian million. deal, yeah, yeah, the Canadian deal in there. You've got the local radio and TV deals, so it's uh, it's not a bad deal right now to be an NHL owner, even I, though COVID is rolling. I can imagine these these new contracts, fresh contracts that are coming out, will be the first time ever that there's a clause in there dealing with a pandemic clause, right? Yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, Probably something in there for that. What do you mean a pandemic club? Well, uh, just what we're going through right now. Uh, Because I've always wondered, you know, they would have, you know, they've always had a deal, of course. What's happening this year with with those companies, you know? What what the fallout is, which is, you know, obvious, no no games, no no audience. I I read yesterday the Oscars, for example, speaking of TV, the Oscars was on Sunday, this very limited crowd, you know, that they did mostly, mostly just the nominees, mm-hmm. uh, that it was down like 59% or something, the viewing audience from the year. Yeah, before. And you wouldn't think that'd be the case, right? Because everybody's at home and I know, uh, I know. TV and, and you're right. There probably is wording in this new contract that, that deals with COVID and such, because initially you'd think, okay, well, this is actually going to help us. It's going to be good for business, but you look back at last year's Stanley Cup playoffs and numbers were well down. Now it's out of season. Maybe the right. Stanley Cup final went off in, uh, I guess, in September. So that's uh, that was weird. But you'd still think with everybody cooped up at home that this would be a boon for yeah, TV I, ratings, yeah. but it hasn't been the case. Right. Yeah, I'm just, you know, there, there's going to be some interesting things in those, in those contracts, you know. Like if Pluto ever smashes into the earth and blows it up... Okay, the deal's off, Steve. <laughs> what kind of lawyer are you for not getting that in the contract? You didn't the cover Pluto the sun clause. exploding? You didn't cover the sun exploding? What's going on? <laughs> so uh, what do you think about Patrick Roy coming back to the NHL, or at least wanting to? He's obviously considering it. He wants to be either a head coach or a GM, and that came to the forefront this week because, uh, well, his uh, he basically hired an agent that uh, is going to be pursuing that particular avenue or one of those two particular avenues. He's still the head coach and the GM 
of the Quebec Remparts. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, he was with Colorado as a head coach for three, four seasons, won a Jack Adams trophy in his first year, and then oddly bailed in the middle of the summertime, kind of bailed on Joe Sackick. Mm-hmm. That was great news for Jared Bednar, who's still their head coach to this day. But uh, I don't know if that's going to help him. You know, if you're a GM around the league and you saw that guy quit in the middle of the summer, that and that's after you know, that's at a stage where everybody had in the whole musical chairs thing had found gigs. Right. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm going to be too high on bringing Patrick and Y in, unless maybe it's the Montreal Canadiens. Who knows? When, when? So when was he last? When, when was that, Steve? How far? How far away was that? How many years ago? I believe it was the summer of 2016. Yeah, so um, there's certainly all of that. Saying, are, are we, are we, are we hiring a volatile guy? You know, because there's been some examples of that. A little edgy, you know, or beyond edgy. Yeah, uh, a bit, a bit of an anger issue, maybe. You know, <laughs> a little moody from time to time when we look back. So there's that deal. If you want to take a shot with him, the other one is what changed this year uh, and and not over the last four years that you were piping up about it. I'm curious about that, you know, Patrick, that all of a sudden you're saying, okay, uh, I left the game. I left the NHL four years ago and nothing, 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 you know, leaving his name out there saying, okay, I just, you know, I need a new deal. I wanted to get somewhere else. We didn't, you know, they're taking a new direction. All that shit they say, right. You know, we don't see eye to eye anymore, blah, 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 blah. Right. You hear it all the time. Um, so now what? Why 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 five years later? Is there something that has made you want to step back into the game? You know, probably the Man, dough, maybe Stevie. Maybe money, you know. For right. sure, follow the money, no doubt. Coaches are making a million bucks almost, right? Minimum. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm guessing. You know, maybe dough's pretty good. The dough's pretty good. And getting bigger all the time. Oh yeah. Some guys are making five, six million dollars in the league these days. So let's take a time out of the program. When we come back, Sidney Crosby's in the news. We'll get to that after these words. It's the Spring Into Win giveaway at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Right now, win a new Peloton Bike Works or a Nordic Track Vault to enter by one of the awesome Popeye's products from Progressive, Iron Vegan, Smart Solutions, or Precision. And each time you do that, you get another ballot in the draw. No purchase necessary. See website for details. It's the Spring Into Win giveaway now on until May 2nd at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. If you're thinking about a pre-owned vehicle, you got to check out Jim K. Ford, their Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. Think of the peace of mind with Jim K.'s 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, a history report of the vehicle, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a 172-point inspection. Now that is reassuring. Not to mention financing rates from 1.99%. See their online showroom for your next pre-owned vehicle at jimkford.com. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. So Sidney Crosby, James, with a hell, a hell of a milestone. Yes. Joined some historic company 
as uh, over the weekend, as the Penguins took down the Devils, notched his 55th point of this season with an empty netter. And that officially clinched, get this, his 16th straight point per game season. Only Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky have managed more seasons with a point per game pace with 17 and 19 respectively. Right. That is unfreaking believable when you yeah, think that's about it. Yeah, that's big, I guess. Eh? Yeah. So you would need uh, 84 plus points, right, on a regular season uh, every year, of course. I, I get the math. Yeah, it's in a row, Jim. Okay, it's in a row. <laughs> well, he's done it every year. He's had right? a point a yeah. game every year of his career. Yeah, there's there's kind of these guys creeping up on stuff, right? That we, uh, you know, that one. There's another one here, Stevie. Uh, we we uh, exchanged it yesterday. This Yandel Yandel guy gained sole possession of second place on the NHL's Ironman list. There was another story that came out about Ovi missing a game that, like the first time since 2015. Uh, you had Patrick Marlowe this year doing what he did. Uh, Connor McDavid. You know, I was listening to the game on the radio last night and. And they're saying, don't look now, but don't look now, but Connor McDavid may get a hundred points this year. Right. You know, he had the guy saying, well, he has 77. There's, you know, uh, tennis games left or whatever. So he would need two points a game, every game. Right. So, uh, can he do it? I guess, but, but maybe not with lower ice. Wham, wham, wham. Four points last night. Hat trick. (laughs) Yeah. Hat trick and an assist. Uh, and we're old enough to remember Gretzky and Lemieux, obviously, you know, calling it a career. And uh, so many hockey fans at the time, well, there'll never be anybody like those two, that's for sure. Right. Well, I think I think these guys are all, all the guys you just talked about, whether it's, you know, Crosby or Ovechkin or McDavid, they're kind of sneaking up on us in that uh, they're suddenly now in that stratosphere. So the the message to me there is that no one's irreplaceable. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I guess... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No one's irreplaceable or, or, or everyone is re- irreplaceable. Is that what that means? Is that what you mean? No. No one's irreplaceable. Yeah, you put a double negative. You know, replace, <laughs> carry the four. Right. No one's no <laughs> You might be replaceable at the yeah, moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, there, it's kind of a, I guess, you know, generational stuff, right? Of of which group comes along each year, you know we, uh, there, there's, you know we we've we've seen what since the seventies. You and I have been watching hockey, right? The days of the flower and and Bobby Hull. You know when we're we're just getting old enough to recognize faces. You know and they're, they're, you're right. You know there, there's Gordy Howe, of course, right? All sorts yeah. all sorts of stuff. And now these this is the benchmark for these guys. And everyone was going not not a chance, right? The only guy that I can think Patrick of in Marlo, sports. You know, Sorry, go ahead. The only guy I can think of in sports that I think is irreplaceable is Tiger Woods. Good one. Yeah, good one. Good one. Um, there will never be another Tiger Woods. Uh, just not, not just because of um, how amazing he was or is still. I mean, it's not like he's gone. He's got a long recovery in front of him and obviously right. ages against him. Uh, working against him in terms of his attack on Jack's majors record, but it's not just that; it's just the uh, you know the the breaking down of uh, you know being a minority in a such a predominantly white male sport. Um, it just uh, he checks all the boxes as being someone we may never see again. Certainly not in our lifetime. I right. Think. And and the other thing is, um, you know, hockey fans may 
may doubt this when I say it, but you know there there is there is some disparity in 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 the game of hockey, some obvious disparity in the game of hockey when it comes to stars, you know, on certain you know on certain teams, right? That they're gonna, you know, you you know going in this year, you know you know Sid's gonna get a point a game, obviously, right? When we find that out, Connor McDavid is gonna blow it up. Uh, you know, Ovi's going to be there crazy. Malkin, you know, and these other guys who've been around. Uh, you know, the the Leafs, right, with with Matthews and stuff like that. You're, like, you can go into that next year all the time and go, okay, I, I guarantee you this guy's going to set numbers, right? He's going to achieve those numbers. Right. Golf is, golf is crazy that there's so many guys that can win. So many guys that can win, right? And And, you know... You wouldn't say going into a year in golf, you know, that Colin Morikawa, right, is going to walk away with things this year. Great player. Great player. You know, is Dustin Johnson going to do it? Yeah, absolutely. Dustin's not going to miss a cut. Hang on. Yeah, he did. You know, he missed the, <laughs> he missed the Masters, missed the cut. Uh, so golf is even more incredible that someone can maintain that, that play week in, week out, year after year after year. You know, I, I think you're right. And I'm a, you know, obviously I'm a golf guy, right? Um, but but yeah, maybe Jordan, Steve, was it the five championships? Six? I don't know. How many did he get? Michael Jordan? Yeah, but Lebr- I, w- I would argue LeBron James is a right, player. Right, right. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, good good one. Good one. When we look at these guys, the Sids, the Connors, who are, who are going to set records. Um, yeah, I think, you, I think you're right. It's all That's all good. Not as good as what Tiger did. Right. It was really good what Jason Spezza did. Unreal. Yeah, he uh, and here's a guy that uh, could be super arrogant, only think of himself. He's got maybe a year or two left in the game and uh, decided he wanted to close it out with his hometown team, probably mm-hmm. the team he cheered for as a kid. Right. Longtime Ottawa senator, of course. And uh, well, he's gone out and he spearheaded this Leafs plan where all the players would get together and pool their money for the American Hockey League players, the Toronto Marlies. I think that's just amazing that uh, that he would have the the presence of mind, the thoughtfulness to do something like that, because uh, we all know pro athletes can get a little full of themselves. And uh, this is just really heads up, really kind, and I really admire it. I'm knocked out by it. I I, I think it's I think it's the best thing in in a while. You know that that I've seen lot lots of charities, lots of charitable stuff by players. You know, speaking of the PGA, right? They're, they're billion dollars they're over a billion that they've given to charity um you know the the pga tour has um this thing's just great that a player took it upon himself to to step up and do that not only that steve but to put a little i don't want to say heat but to go to the other players right how do you say no right but but some guys might want to right some guys might hey don't, don't put me leave me alone don't put that pressure on me you know, I'll decide what I want to do with my cash. Okay, I've got lots. I've got my own. A lot of players, right, have their own foundations, Stevie. Yep. Right, their own charitable foundations. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them do. They've got their name on something. So for the rest of the players, if you look at the comments of that story, you know what the coach said about him, what the, the captain did, Tavares, you know about it, uh, and they all bought in. They all bought in. So the Spezza used his influence uh, to, to to create this unbelievable unbelievable show of kindness you know well when you Uh, talk about teammates that might balk at something like that the the ones you can't help but think about are the guys who are fringe toronto maple leafs right these guys aren't that much removed 
from the American Hockey League themselves, right? So they're down there, you know, just happy to be in the NHL. And now we're going to buck up these guys over here down with the Marlies that are trying to take my job and you want me to give them a bunch of my money? Uh, that may not go over well with everybody universally, but it, it's still such a great initiative. I also wonder how much is actually being donated. Like, it's a big story around the NHL about how kind the the fellas are being. And I'm, you know, I'm just out of curiosity. I'm, I'd be really interested to know what, what the figure was that they're sending down to the Marlies. It was 55000 bucks a year that these guys normally make in the AHL, mm-hmm. yep. on average. And that's kind of cut in half, yep. as, as I understand it. So so these guys are losing 50% of their dough. Uh, so, you know, 25 grand, 20 guys uh, that you're light. Uh, you know, 500 grand? Is that 25? That'd be nice if they're topping them up. That'd be huge for sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, the sense I get from that article that they're going to I would do. say, though, that, you know, 50 something thousand dollars, that's the minimum salary, I believe, in the American Hockey League. There are all, most guys are making 70, I think is the number. Um, mm-hmm. That seems to be the standard. And then there are also some guys making several hundred thousand dollars per season. So I wonder if they're included in this, this, uh, this nicety. And uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know all all those things, but either way it's um, it does speak to the high character of Jason Spezza. You see, he would drive me crazy occasionally, but there's no question. He had a tremendous career with the Ottawa senators. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's retire your number good, but it was very good. And he was a class citizen and he remains that at the age of 37, as he starts to walk off or skate off into the sunset. So I certainly admire him for organizing something like that. Yeah, here's the other thing, the effect that has, you know, this gesture might might make a team retire his number, you know, whoever were lucky enough to have him on there. Um, you know, it, it can have the, the, the great domino effect, Stevie, the great snowball effect here that other teams wake up and, and read that and go, you know what, not a bad idea, not mm-hmm. a bad idea. We got tons. I'm making $3 million. You know, you want me to throw in 25K, uh, you know, absolutely. And uh, so that's what that's what can really help, right? That, that people will step up. Uh, that's what it takes, I, right? Someone to grab yeah. the bull by the horns. It, I was, you know, Russ and I did talk about this. Uh, we recorded on uh, Monday um, and we, we started looking at things and you were you were sending me a couple notes, right? Which was which was really good. I always referred to Rosie O'Donnell when she was the first one to after 9-11 shortly after 9-11, like within a few days, that she donated a million dollars. And that, I remember it, it just created this outpouring of other celebrities going, okay, uh, not not you're responsible now, Stevie. I don't think that's fair to tell anyone what they have to do. Um, but but that, that started that, you know, with celebs stepping up. And then you reminded me of P.K. Subban, who uh, walks into the Montreal Children's Hospital with a, I think an atrium now is called the P.K. Subban atrium or whatever. Uh, well, why does he get his name on there? Well, let's go with the 10 mil. Yeah. 10 mil that 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 he donated, you know. Um, no, beautiful for sure. Yeah, it was right. a great story, no question about it. And unfortunately, the Habs traded him within a season or two of that donation, which is, oh boy, that I wonder if he'd make that same decision if he knew he was going to be shipped out of town. But I'm sure that... Uh, I'm sure it's something he uh, he takes great satisfaction in um, because well, there's nothing quite like giving. I wonder if this will catch on though, because I've 
you know, this story broke like, I think Sunday of this week. And I really have not heard anybody else going other, other NHL teams stepping up and saying, yeah, it's a great idea by Spezza. Mm-hmm. We should do that too. Right. right. I hope that I hope that other teams take it and, and run with it and, uh, and also help out that way. Yeah. By the way, PK, PK, they asked him about that, right? Someone said, okay, are you going to keep up that donation? You know, I, I think I, I, I don't know if it was one chunk or if he's given one, whatever, whatever. It's doing. installments. Mil- yeah. A million a year. Was he going to give it up? And without hesitating a second, he said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I'm all in with this thing, right. you know, regardless where I end up playing. So now back to the issue of being irreplaceable in sports. There's another name that I want to drag out here in that, uh, as we transition over to baseball and that's the name Shohei Otani. Oh, yes. We have not seen anybody like Shohei Otani literally since Babe Ruth. And yesterday, Shohei Otani, who is a pitcher slash hitter, Otani strikes out nine after a shaky first inning in the mound, on the mound. And he also scored three runs, drove in two in a start like none we've ever seen since Babe Ruth a hundred years earlier. Um, and the LA Angels beat the Texas Rangers nine to four. A day after hitting his seventh home run to tie for the Major League Baseball lead, Otani became, get this, the first home run leader to be the starting pitcher for a game since Babe Ruth with the Yankees in 1921. Yeah, it's almost unbelievable, right? Like if it you is. heard the story, right? You go sitting around the bar, right? And, and uh, uh, you know, Justin Gallardo brings this up, you know. You're going to look at him and go, Dude, you got to quit drinking, man. Okay, of course that's not the, you know, where where are you hearing that from? You know, that's, it can't be. What is this guy's team? Does he have a chip in his brain or something? <laughs> is <he> going, <laughs> did someone, did they inject something in his neck? You know, the 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 robotic, you know. I, it's, I'm going to be watching this, man. I'm going to be watching this. And yeah. do you see the size of the guy, Stevie? I, like, he looks like a giant. He's not super ripped or anything, but he just, he's just like a big solid guy. And, you know, he holds the home run lead right now in the majors in this, at this early stage as we're barely a month deep into things. Right. Keep in mind his, his teammate is, uh, is Mike, is Mike Trout, who uh, uh, is well often regarded as the best all around baseball player we've seen in decades. And uh, he's actually got the lead on that guy. Not just the, you know, not just the, not just the team lead, but the major league baseball lead. So it's an amazing story for sure. And one to keep an eye on over the course right. of the year. What, what, what about this Stevie too? Right. So, uh, national league, right. You, the pitchers hit. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, um, and they're allowed to hit obviously in the American league too. Right. If you, yeah, they can. Right. But, but who, who that's a dumb idea. Well, who said that? Okay. Well, we got a guy. Um, so when the when the pitchers do hit, they want, you know, early in the game, right? We want to keep our guy in, our starter. We're going to let him. You know, for sure, Stevie, they're going, now take it easy here, dude. Okay. You're not swinging for the rafters because who wants to take a chance of a of a pitcher getting hurt, right? From, from trying to rip one, you know, right. trying to rip a double or trying to hit one to the opposite field and all that stuff, right? Yeah, you're the manager. You go, no, 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 no. We got 15 million invested you for your arm, you know, so, so take it easy. How, you know, how good is this guy, Stevie, you know, where he's a great pitcher that, that the team is allowing him to go out and say, go, go after it there. Pretty good. Okay. 
we want you to, you know, <laughs> pound that ball as hard as you can. You know, I, I'm sure that language has never been spoken in a, in a, you know, major league baseball clubhouse. Yeah. You know, about what, you know what I mean, Steve? No, absolutely. You know? That's been Otani's deal since he arrived in major league baseball. He's had a hard time staying healthy for one. And it's been a case of, okay. Yeah. This right. is, you know, the, Certainly, he is capable of being a star as a pitcher and a star as a hitter. He can do those things. But should he be doing those things? Now, he DHs most of the time when he is trying to do both because it would be disastrous if you have him out there fielding and throwing the ball when, as a starting pitcher, you're supposed to be taking time off, resting and recovering. So most all of his major league bats to this point have been strictly as a DH, so he doesn't have to throw very much. But, uh, yeah, you do run the risk of taking one of your key starting pitchers and uh, and getting him dinged up as he's running the base pass or whatever it is. But uh, but they love him. They love him for the ability right. to bring the starting pitching and the hitting and doing very well at both. So he's a fascinating story for sure. But imagine being saying, okay, let's sign him as a hitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what's he worth? You know, it's going to be 10, 15 mil. Okay. Well, okay, then let's not do that. Let's sign him as a pitcher. Okay, well, here's how good he is as a picture. That's going to cost you 20 mil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's well, if beyond. You're the home re- if you're the home run leader in baseball, you're a, you know, you're a 25, $30 million a year player just there. Right. And then if you're going to go out and vie for a Cy Young on top of that, I'm going to need another 30 million on top <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You better be, you better sign him quick because you're right. There's, there's two contracts here. Yeah. He's a, he's a, $70 million. <laughs> He's Patrick Mahomes. We need 50 mil, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All right, let's take a time out on the program. We're going to be back with final thoughts after these words. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin-crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings. For just $15, Pico. Use the Pico app and save on third-party app fees, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new location at 305 Rideau. Jim K. Ford is your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs, and that includes a little spring cleaning. Now till April 30th, get 15% off detailing packages. Change out your winter tires at only $49.99, or, you know what, freshen things up completely this spring. You would look amazing in the new Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, or F-150. Make your appointment today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or see the online showroom at jimkford.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario your modern boutique broker. And based on the latest stats, the Ottawa residential home market is up 36% from last year with an average sale price of $758,000. Are you curious to know what your home is worth? Stop wondering. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. So call the Glen Walton real estate team today at glenwalton.com. 
James, we are on our way out the door. Any yeah. final thoughts today? Yeah, I got a question for you. I, I was watching a sporting event, Stevie, and uh, one of the stars in it, um, well, I can tell you, Stevie, it's the, it's the World Championships run for snooker. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. And, and uh, uh, snooker aside, they were, they were interviewing a kid who's a hotshot, uh, you know, who's, who's was great, a good player, future star, Stevie, young. And he was, he was talking about uh, his, his first big day as a kid when he was starting to dream about playing. Uh, he, he met a guy and got his first autograph from a guy who's actually also playing, okay, on, on the world tour. And he was, he was almost emotional about his, his first experience. When he, when he ran into the guy, he was overwhelmed. He couldn't believe it, you know, and he got, a, got an autograph from his hero. Right. And uh, I, I was wondering, you know, um, my first autograph that I was knocked out with uh, that I, that I got, I think was Ken Dryden. Oh yeah. That I, I remember getting this signature and uh, you know, I was, I've always been a little sarcastic about people who are autograph seekers. You know, they go, look at this. I have an autograph of this guy, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. So he signed a piece of paper, you know? Right. Um, you know, I, I believe you met him. Yeah, right. But I don't. I don't need the. I don't need the signed thing on a napkin here that you freaked out about. But now I get it. When when I look back, I said, uh, I've got Arnold Palmer. Right, I caddied for him. I got a. I got an autograph there. That was crazy. I loved it. I said, I got to ask Stevie. Stevie must have a great experience about his first autograph. I, I wish I had a good story for you. I never have been an autograph seeker. I've always oh, been just happy to be around and see them and see them up close. But I, I think more. I was painfully shy when I was a little kid. Right. And I, would, I wouldn't have had the guts to go up to any of my uh, sporting heroes. Not that I ever got very close to them, um, but I never would have gone up and said, here's a pen, here's my paper, can you give me your autograph? Um, thank God for radio being uh, something that was brought into my life where I'd have been, uh, you know, it was probably good for my development as a human being because it forced me to get out of my shell a little bit. Right, right, right. Post those pictures you sent me yesterday. Great reminder. Great day we had, Stevie, uh, um, with the G-Man. And, and uh, there's a pic- picture of him doing the show. Yeah, it was outside great. the arena, yeah. So that was cool. Well, thanks to Jimmy Fatta, because he's the one who took them that day. And he's one of our great members, who I mentioned off the top. And so uh, he took the time to send them along. He was just getting rid of a bunch of stuff off his hard drive. And he said, well, I better make sure Steve has these and Jimmy. And uh, so he sent along about, I don't know, a dozen of them. And some great shots of uh, of that great morning at the 2004 World Cup when Ottawa was hosting, I think, three pre-tournament games, kind of the warm-up for it. And, and Wayne, of course, was the GM. And that was a really exciting time for sure. And he spent a, at least, a, did he do the whole show? I think he did the whole show that day. It was day. tons, yeah. It was beyond the call of duty. But that's fine. I just thought you'd have a, something. Something about the, a day that knocked you out meeting meeting a sports star. Well, I was in Richmond, Ontario, and well, we didn't have. It wasn't uh, a bunch that went through. No, it wasn't like I go over. It wasn't like I was, you know, across the street from the forum or something, and I was at games all the time. I just literally, we never went to games. So, and and we, and we might go to one game a year. We'd go to the game, we'd come home. That was the extent of it. I was a hockey card guy, massive hockey card collector. Yeah, that was all I really did. I didn't really do autographs whatsoever. Yeah. It was always neat to get a, you know, a card when you open up a pack and it's got a even a, a printed autograph. That was still cool to get, but uh, no, I, and, and and even now, I, I I guess we've been around celebrities and athletes so frequently. I've uh, if I did have any interest in getting autographs, they're they're long gone. 
well, how about first live pro event? You Ooh. know, probably for you it would have been a CFL game, right? A, yeah, a, for a, sure it was. Rough yeah. Rider game. I'm, first time I saw a hockey game, uh, well, it was in 1972. What, what game was it? Oh, yeah. The Summit Series. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't much care for you. Isn't that obnoxious? <laughs> a silver spooner. Yeah, silver spooner for sure. Uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. That, that was, I'll never forget that. Uh, and it was my first time on an airplane. I flew back up to Sudbury because it was right when school started. And uh, I was down there with my cousin and stuff. And uh, we, we got tickets to the game. That, that I'm, one shocked that I'm shocked you didn't scalp them, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was too drunk. <laughs> started them early. Yeah, All right, let's get out of here. Old. Okay, let's do it. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.